Hey everybody, what's up? What's good? Welcome back to the Brie Show. It's your host, Brie, with a T, yours truly, for episode number five. What's up, guys? I hope everybody is doing good during this holiday season. This is going to be segment two of anxiety and depression from segment one last week on anxiety and depression. But before I get into that, I do have a little bit of celebrity gossip. I have a little bit of tea for you guys. I don't know if a lot of people are really invested in celebrity gossip or, you know, how much people pay attention to those kinds of things, but that is a part of the Brie Show, so we are going to get into it a little bit, but before we do, I just want to say thank you guys for joining me again for another episode. If this is your first time here, make sure to link with me on all my social media platforms. Follow me on Instagram at the Brie Show one TikTok at the Brie Show one and currently my YouTube is under construction because I am getting ready to do some videos for my podcast so just stay tuned for that but yes please link with me on my Instagram at the Brisha one and TikTok at the Brisha one now I didn't make if you guys notice I make like little announcements like little commercials for each episode I haven't quite been making any of them for anxiety and depression because I feel like it's such a deep issue and it's such a a broad like there's such a broad spectrum of things that can be talked about um, and I, I have so many different things that I want to get into specifically today about inflation and the government and how it contributes to a large amount of the population's depression and anxiety on top of other life issues that we face on a regular basis. But before we get into that, I do just want to say I just found out today that Christy Alley just passed away. She died at age 71. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but she is an Emmy award-winning actress and she just lost her cancer. I'm sorry. She just lost her battle to cancer. And this is so sad. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, this time of year is right around the holidays and, you know, she did have two children. Um, and I'm so glad to find out that she was surrounded by her family and her friends, um, you know, right before she passed away. But um, it's always hard to lose a family member or loved one around the holidays. I mean, it's hard to lose a family member or loved one any time of the year, but during the holidays, it's especially difficult because, you know, it's such a, a time for being with family and togetherness. And, you know, it's just really sad. Um, and, you know, a lot of uh, celebrities are paying tributes to her, like John Travolta. And, you know, it's just really sad. Um, I just read about this actually a couple hours ago. And I just wanted to say shout out to her family. Condolences to them. You know, definitely going to be lifting you guys up in prayer during this time. Cancer is never anything to take lightly. It's never something that, you know, is easy to deal with. So it's really sad to hear that she, you know, passed away. But now she's in a better place she's no longer suffering and she was surrounded by her closest family and friends and she fought with great strength and you know i'm sure that uh, her legacy will definitely be left behind now if you guys don't know who christy alley is some of her uh most popular roles was she was on drop dead gorgeous look who's talking veronica's closet it takes two Scream Queens, and many more. These are some of the sitcoms that she was on, some of the movies that she played in. 
And she was also on Dancing with the Stars in 2011. I don't know how many people watched Dancing with the Stars, but it was a very popular show, still is very popular. Um, I think that it's gotten more popular actually as the years have gone on. But yeah, she was on Dancing with the Stars in 2011. She was on Celebrity Big Brother in 2018. And um, she was also on The Masked Singer. The Masked Singer is a show where people sing like really, really good and they're wearing a mask. You can't see their face. She was on that show. And that was actually um, back in April. So yeah, rest in peace to Christy Alley. Prayers up for her family. And um, my condolences to them. Now I have some tea for you guys. And I'm super excited for this celebrity. I've loved her for many, many years. I've followed her since I was a kid because she used to be a kid actor. And I am so happy for her. I am talking about Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer is pregnant. Woo, woo. That's so exciting. Congratulations to her. That's really cool. And, you know, she, uh, she actually ended up revealing it in a really cool way. Um, I'm not sure what show it was on. I don't know if it was on Saturday Night Live, but I did see a couple of clips of it on Instagram and Facebook yesterday. And um, I really love Kiki Palmer. I love what she stands for. I love that she marches to the beat of her own drum, just like me. And I've loved her ever since I watched her in Aquila and the Bee. And I've, I've loved watching her blossom and grow into the beautiful woman that she is today. And it's so exciting to see people on their journey, you know, and starting families and being successful in their careers. That's very encouraging. Um, so shout out to Kiki Palmer. Congratulations on your baby. And I know that she is having this baby with her boyfriend. So that's really exciting. Congratulations to her. Now we're going to get into the more serious stuff. We're going to get into depression and anxiety, and I'm actually not going to be wasting any time today getting straight to the nitty gritty like I always do. I know I said we're going to get lit and talk that ish, but uh, this is actually going to be a little bit more serious and what my take is on what's currently happening in the economy, society, the government, and all of these different kinds of things. Um, there is a lot of different conspiracy theories out there, and a lot of other people have actually reached out to me since they listened to the last episode last week on anxiety and depression, and I am going to end this segment today. There's not going to be a part three because there's other things that I want to talk about, but on part two of anxiety and depression, um, I just want to say I really hope that you guys were able to take some some you know insight from what I was talking about uh, last week. Because um, some people did reach out to me and say, like, you know, I really like how you used your own personal experiences and you're talking from a place of being able to relate to other people. Um, and again, you know, mindset really, really boils down to everything. And I know, like, a lot of times when you're, you know, stuck in a rut or you're facing something really, really difficult and it seems like there's no end in sight, it's hard to focus your mind on the things that are important, but it's totally possible. And once again, I just want to encourage people. I want to let everybody know that you are not alone. If you are suffering with anxiety and depression, I totally understand you're not alone. It's okay not to be okay. And this is something that a lot of people struggle with personally, me, like, you know, it's something that's gotten a lot better for me, but I do still have anxiety and depression that I struggle with. And it's definitely not easy, but I also apply some of those coping mechanisms that I talked about last week 
to my everyday life. And it, it really is a battle sometimes, but I feel like with consistency and a strong mindset, you're able to overcome anything. So I want to kind of get into um, what my idea is of what's happening with the government right now, especially with inflation, because they're totally in control of it. And, you know, I always believe that it's designed to keep the rich rich and the poor poor. And because inflation is so bad right now, a lot of people are barely surviving. And, you know, the government knows exactly what they're doing. Back in 2019, 2020, at the height of COVID, when everything was getting shut down, we were told to stay home in quarantine. A lot of people were getting unemployment, including myself during that time. Um, I actually got unemployment for like a year and a half. And it was a blessing. It really was because, you know, I have to say Donald Trump really helped out on that one. (laughs) That's about the only good thing I can say about him. But Um, You know, I feel like the main reason why inflation is at an all-time high right now is because all of the money that they were giving away, all of the PPP loans, all of the unemployment, all of the, the government assistance that was available to a lot of people that were struggling, the money that they were giving out, that was not free. That was not free. And I remember thinking, I remember talking to a lot of different people, you know, during that time. Um, and some of these people I don't even talk to anymore, but um, it would be interesting to get their insight on it. But a lot of people, majority from what I understand, were saying that, oh, we're going to have to pay it back later. You know, this is going to drive the, this is going to drive inflation up. And I believe that that's actually what's happening. A lot of the money that they were giving us during that time to survive they are driving up the prices of gas, driving up the prices of food, driving up the price of everything, not only because of supply and demand, but because they're making us pay for all of the money and the assistance that they were giving us. And for someone who, you know, was barely surviving as it was before inflation got to the point that it's at now, I could see how that would easily contribute to, you know, having anxiety Because it's like, if you're barely surviving as it is, and these things are constantly fluctuating and constantly getting worse, you're, you know, it it can easily cause a lot of overthinking and a lot of, you know, struggle and and mental strain. And personally, I have experienced this. Um, So it's not, you know, just like me shooting out ideas. And I have been conversating with different people. And, you know, a lot of people have conspiracy theories around why things are the way that they are, but I'm more of a factual person. I don't like to go based on theories and ideas because that can go in so many different directions. But I do believe, and I do know that, you know, inflation is high because all the money that they were giving us back then, they're making us pay for it now. And it's really sad because, man, this year honestly was probably like the hardest year for me, not financially, but just like emotionally. And, you know, I did have to cut back in a lot of different ways on top of some of the other uh, coping mechanisms that I had to put into place to kind of battle my depression and anxiety. But I do feel like, you know, everything, everything has a purpose. Everything has a rhyme and a reason to it. All these different things that happen, you know, on a regular basis, 
Um, and it, honestly, it's been getting worse. I'm saying regular basis because now inflation, it's just been like this for months. It's been like this for months. It's been like this for at least, what, six months since like the beginning of summer. And it hasn't gotten any better. But, you know, one thing I've learned through this is like a lot of people actually are not broke. Like a lot of people actually utilized some of the money that the government gave them. A lot of people started businesses. A lot of people invested. A lot of people are investing in crypto and and stocks and things like that. And, you know, that single handedly is helping a lot of people. But then there's a lot of people who were already struggling or already getting government assistance uh, before COVID. And then when COVID happened, it increased and they got the maximum amount of benefits that was available to them. Now that all of those benefits have stopped and they've, you know, driven up inflation so high to get people to go back to work because during the time that they were giving us unemployment, nobody wanted to go back to work. So all of these things are placed to keep us under control. It's all about control. And it's really sad because. I know at least five to 10 people right now, I can count on one hand that I've been talking to within the last month or two. And they're like, yo, I'm, I'm really struggling out here. And it may not even be struggling financially, like struggling mentally and coping with the fact that these are things that are really out of our control. How are we supposed to survive if this is the standard? How are we supposed to continue living our life on a day-to-day basis if you know, things are constantly fluctuating and they're getting worse. Gas is constantly going up and down. Right now, it's not so bad. It always usually goes up before summertime, but it's it's definitely a strain mentally. It's definitely a strain, you know, having to put in more hours at work, sleeping less, spending less time doing the things that you love and just really in survival mode. I know a lot of people are in survival mode right now, but I'm here to tell you that it's definitely not going to last forever. And, you know, for some people, it it motivates them to grind even harder. Me being one of those people. This is the reason why I work so hard and I do, you know, what I do. And I'm so focused on, you know, entrepreneurship and being my own boss because I want to get to a point where these things don't affect me because I already have so many other things in my personal life that affect me that I have to deal with and process and, and, you know, fight through that. It definitely doesn't help the society that we currently live in. And, you know, all the different things that are in the media, our government is so corrupt. I can go on about that forever. Like there's so much I could say about that, but our government is definitely corrupt. They definitely know what they're doing. And all of this is, is about control. It's all about control. They're making us payback for all the money that they've given us. And this is actual facts. Like what, what other explanation would it be for that? And I know the oil companies are greedy too. They're trying to get their money. You know, they're trying to, they're trying to, you know, make their profit. And because this podcast is designed to be unscripted, I'm not going to sit here and go on the internet and read you a whole bunch of facts and a whole bunch of different things, because that's not what this podcast is about. That's not how this podcast was designed. That's not the, the idea or the concept here. It's supposed to be unscripted. And based upon the conversations I have with people on a regular basis and what I see on social media every day, this is pretty factual from my own understanding. I mean, I could be wrong, but this is pretty much what it boils down to. So, but I do want to say again, like, you know, there, there's, there are resources available 
you know, if you're struggling financially, like, you know, there's government assistance and stuff, but it's actually a lot more difficult because they were giving out so much money (laughs) during COVID and now COVID is, is happening so often. It's like a seasonal flu. Like everybody's getting COVID like every three months and it's like becoming a thing. Um, you know, a lot of the resources that they were giving when COVID was first spiking everywhere, a lot of those resources are not available anymore. So it's just, it's, it's driving a lot of people mad. It's, it's, you know, adding a lot of mental strain, emotional strain, financial strain to people who are already struggling with anxiety and depression for other reasons. And what I actually kind of want to touch on briefly is in the pharmaceutical industry. Oh my gosh. Y'all know they're trying to kill us. They're trying to kill us with the food. They're trying to kill us with all these different chemicals they're pumping into the air. They're trying to kill us with all these different medicines that they want to give us for anxiety and depression that have a whole bunch of different side effects where you take one medicine and it has five side effects. Then you need medicine for each one of those side effects. And those medicines have side effects and more and more and more. And it's just an ongoing domino effect. And A lot of people, you know, some people smoke marijuana to relieve their anxiety. Some people, you know, do all different kinds of things (laughs) to relieve anxiety and depression. But a lot of people are on medication and the medication can be addictive. And the medication, these synthetic chemicals that they're putting in the medication that was never designed to go in our body that has a whole bunch of different side effects is affecting so many different things. Not only our internal organs, but our brain, man it's never ending guys. It's never ending. It's so deep. It's crazy. And you know, the pharmaceutical man, these people are making trillions of dollars every year. Trillions, trillions, not millions, not billions, trillions of dollars. And so many people are addicted to this medicine that they're giving us so many different things, which is why I want to urge you and encourage you to look into natural remedies, look into herbs, look into meditation. Like I was mentioning on the first segment of anxiety and depression, nature, you know what I mean? The things that are in our environment that were designed for us to thrive, those are the things that we should be focusing on, not on, you know, things that are out of our control. Unfortunately, you know, the government is trying to control us and, you know, it's sink or swim. Only the strong survive. It's like survival of the fittest out here. Just think about when COVID was going on and everybody was trying to get that toilet paper and all that crazy stuff. It's kind of like that now. It's calmed down a little bit, but it's all about control. It's all about running this never ending rat race. And I've been able to actually take a step back and identify with some of the things that are happening in these different cycles and patterns that we are conditioned as a society and as a whole to follow and believe. And I'm not falling for any of it. And I hope you don't either. And I hope that I can, you know, use my voice and, and, and my knowledge to empower you to do things that are going to benefit you in the long run, things that are going to bring you, you know, the best possible outcome. And I'm just going to say being on medication is not the best possible outcome. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not here to judge anybody for being on medication, if that's what works for you and you feel like, you know, that's what's helping you to improve your life. Great. Do that. But for me personally, and for the collective, my audience that I'm speaking to, I would like to strongly encourage you to keeping it natural, 
drinking herbal teas, getting sunshine, drinking enough water, exercising, changing your diet, eat plenty of greens, plenty of fruits, plenty of vegetables, plenty of seeds and nuts, take your vitamins. You know what I'm saying? You have to find a way to cope with the stress. You have to find a way to cope with the anxiety. Whatever that way is for you, as long as it's healthy, I'm on board with it. But I'm just saying for me personally, I can't follow the norm. You know what I'm saying? I I can't just sit back and act like I don't see what's happening. And, you know, I know I'm hella woke. I'm hella woke AF. (laughs) Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm not somebody that's wearing the blinders. I'm not somebody that's wearing, you know, the shades and I'm just going with the flow and I'm just blending in with the crowd and I'm following what everybody else is doing. Like you have to be aware of what's happening. And unfortunately, a lot of people are so overwhelmed and so burdened with so many different things in their life that, you know, they feel like medicine is the best option or whatever, whatever the situation is, you know, I just want to encourage you guys to use natural remedies and natural coping mechanisms. Let me tell you, I have a galaxy watch and on this watch, you know how you can, uh, it tracks like your heartbeat, your heart rate and all that stuff. There's this one setting. If you spin it a few times to the right, there's this, there's this setting and it shows you how stressed you are. And I remember just a few months ago, probably like in June, July, earlier this year, April, I used to put that little thing on and measure how stressed I was. And it was always, the Richter scale was always on a hundred, which is in the red zone. It was always on 100 in the red zone. And it's just like this big circle. And just imagine like, you know, the little, just imagine in your car, how your car has that little Richter scale for the, for the empty and for the full on your car. My thing was always on full, full stress mode, full anxiety mode. And I made a conscious decision to start educating myself on what I can do and what actions I can take every day that will help me to improve my life and lower stress and lower anxiety. So I started meditating. I started drinking more, you know, green smoothies and stuff like that. And let me tell you, now when I check that little stress that little stress Richter scale on my phone, it's all the way on blue or green, whatever the little thing is, it's down to like 5%. Mindset is everything, you guys. I cannot encourage you enough. Mindset, what you focus on, what you you tell yourself every single day is literally the environment that you create every single day in your life. What you think about, you bring about. And I want to encourage you guys to write things down, like make a list of 10 things that you want to change in your life, okay? And this all goes with manifest manifestation as well. And a lot of people think that, oh, manifestation is just wishing and hoping for something and not taking any action. Like, nah, let me say this, because I don't, I don't, I don't want to get, you know, too far off course with this. And I don't want to ramble on about it. This has probably been the hardest year of my adult life. I'm 31 now, but age 30 was like roller coaster from hell. I had a lot of people that were leaving my life. A lot of, a lot of, you know, fake people, a lot of fake friends being revealed. Um, just a lot of self-work and a lot of elevation and me basically God separating me and putting me in this position of isolation on top of the anxiety and depression that I was dealing with. But because I was keeping my mind so strong, it literally made all the difference in the world for me. 
you know, I have family members that I feel are, you know, jealous of me. And, and let's just, I'm going to just be real. I'm going to just say what it is. Like, you know, I know that I have certain skills and gifts and talents and abilities. And I know that it, you know, when you're someone who's constantly in a, a season of growth and evolution, it can be intimidating to some people. And I'm understanding now that, you know, some people are, are clearing out to make room for the right people to come in. But this was so hard for me so depressing for me on top of everything else that I was dealing with. But no matter what, I woke up every day and I said, I'm going to fight this. I can't control what the government's doing. I can't control how much gas is going to be today. I can't control the fact that a box of cereal is $6. (laughs) But what I can control is my mindset. What I can control is what I focus on. What I can control is my passion. What I can control is finding my purpose and focusing on that every day and pouring so much into myself and loving myself that I am crossing depression and anxiety off the list for good. Like, I know this is something I still struggle with, but what I'm saying is like, it's possible not to, to, to go through this every day. And Building myself up and focusing on positive things has literally made all the difference in the world for me. And this is not to really reiterate what I was talking about last week. This is just real facts. I I say daily affirmations to myself every day. I meditate at least once or twice a day now. I make sure that I'm getting my sunshine, my water. And honestly, those are just small little things that I've done. And it's made like 60, 70% improve in my life improvement. So, um, you know, I just, I'm so thankful for, you know, the, the mental strength and the mental clarity that I have and for where I'm at right now in my life. And I'm, you know, praying to God that he continue to lead me and guide me. I'm so thankful he never took his hand off my life because it could have been a lot worse. There's always something to be thankful for, but Hey, what you focus on, what you put your time and your energy into is what will blossom in your life. If you're constantly feeding negativity, you're constantly, you know, just, you know, staying stuck in the same pattern, doing the same thing, it's not going to get better. You have to take action. You have to get up every day and make a conscious decision like I did to better your life. That's just the realness. That's the nitty gritty. Like you're not just going to magically like nobody is coming to save you nobody is coming to save you nobody's coming to tell you what to do coach you hold you by the hand hey this is what you need like you gotta fight you gotta fight you gotta be strong and you can do this you can do this i believe in you i'm gonna continue to speak life into myself i'm gonna continue to think positively and i hope that that rubs off on everyone around me everyone that i come in contact with and i want to continue to encourage you and you know let my light shine be an example like no matter what you're going through you can and you will be okay and it's okay not to be okay it's okay to have bad days it's okay to cry it's okay to scream in your pillow do whatever it is that you need to do to fight this anxiety and depression life is so hard enough as it is and there's so many things that are out of our control but do what you can do what you can all right i love you guys so much i'm so so thankful that my podcast is growing now that it's on apple this is amazing. This is astounding. I'm so excited for where this journey is taking me. 
And I'm going to continue to do my thing. I'm going to continue to get to the nitty gritty. I'm going to continue to be unscripted and bring it to y'all real and raw all the time. I want to say thank you so much to those of you who have reached out to me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, social media to let me know that you're listening, that you're sharing this with other people, that you that you can relate to it. Thank you guys so much. Like this means a lot to me. I don't take it lightly. I don't take it for granted. And I want to just say, I love you guys so much. You guys are literally why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because this is my, my plan. This is my purpose and whatever light I can bring, let it shine, baby. Let it shine. But once again, I want to say thank you guys again for joining me for episode five, episode six next week. You don't want to miss that one. It's going to be really exciting. I don't want to give any hints about what I'm going to talk about because it's going to be lit. It's going to be cracking. Y'all don't want to miss it. All right. So if this is your first time here, like I said, please follow me on Instagram, link with me on all my social medias at The Bree Show One, TikTok at The Bree Show One, Instagram at The Bree Show One. YouTube is currently in progress. And I'll see you guys next time. Be safe, stay hydrated, get your rest, spend time with your loved ones, get your, you know what I'm saying? Have fun, get your sleep, spend time with your, your peoples, and stay encouraged. Life is short. All right. See you guys next time. Later.